Amen. We thank God for the living word. At this time, our early speaker is coming. Evangelist Veronica Stanton, it's in your hands. Praise the Lord, saints. Praise, Praise the, the Lord, Lord. Lord. y'all. Uh, <laughs> self, really quick, just to give the Lord a for our corporate prayers get ready to go into the um, inspiration word. I just want us to all just to come in together and give God glory. Hallelujah. To thank him. Hallelujah. Thank you. Magnify his name. Hallelujah. To exalt him. Hallelujah. And just to tell him thank you. He's been mighty good to us. Thank you. He has made ways out of no way. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah.
Then you go order some meat. When you get ready. It's up to you. Where you gonna order from? What you think I'm getting?
we thank God for everyone who's on the line. We see we have Yolanda. We have the Andersons, Brother Anderson and Yolanda. We want y'all to know we miss you and we appreciate you. Oh, we love y'all. We love y'all and we continually praying for y'all. Continually praying for y'all. And just a blessing just to see y'all in the house of the Lord. Amen. We thank God. And as we go into our main word, I'm not going to hesitate. I'm going to it. Father, we thank you for the ears have heard and the eyes have seen. Now, bless your word. God, you've been blessing us, God, for the last couple of hours. Continue to bless us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. We left off last week. We had left off. Let's see where we leave off at. Mark 7 and 31 and 37. We left off with Jesus had went yet and he had met a man that was deaf and had impotence in his speech he was impediment in his speech and jesus had met this man and they begged him they begged him jesus lay hands on this man heal this man so we read that text but then we get to the part he took him aside he put his fingers in his ears and he spit and touched his tongue Jesus used a manner in healing this man throughout his ministry. Jesus used many different ways of healing. One thing about Jesus, when he came on the scene, when he healed, he healed. And regardless of who was around, Jesus still came to do what he needed to do to show the people that he was the Messiah. He healed the man with a word. He healed him without a word. He healed in response to one's faith. Healed in response to the faith of another. Healed to those who ask and he healed those he approached. Jesus didn't want to be tied down to any one method to show that his power was not dependent on any method. But by the sovereignty and power of God. Many people cared about this man. And perhaps many had prayed for his healing. But no one ever stuck their fingers in his ears and spit on his tongue like this. Jesus did something completely new to catch this man's attention because he could not catch his attention with words through touch and the use of spittle. Jesus entered into a mental world of the man and gained his confidence. Undoubtedly, Jesus knew there was something special in his manner that would minister to this man. He adapts his method to the particular circumstances of need of the one with whom he is dealing. I am quite convinced if we could perfectly know these men, we should discover the reason for the method. In each case, Christ adapted himself in the need of the man. He sighed, Behold, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Behold, a man exercising ministry full of healing power but never forget that this service was costly so we deal with that mark that's the last chapter of mark that we deal with concerning the man we stopped at 37 now I want to go over to eight. Let's pick it up at eight. Let's see what's going on here. So Jesus left there. 
Here you go. He gets to the eighth chapter after he done healed the man. In those days when there again a great multitude, they had nothing to eat. He called unto his disciples, said unto them, Have compassion on the multitude, because they continue with me now three days and had nothing to eat. Now, here's Jesus, all these people, a multitude, all out there, have been listening to Jesus' teachings. And Jesus was concerned about them eating. We were talking about that this morning in our Sunday school lesson about the water and the food. So here Jesus is telling the disciples, I got compassion on these people. And Jesus picked it up in 8 and 3, and if I send them away, fasting to their home, they were faint on the way. And some of them are come from far. And his disciples answered him, Which shall one be able to fill these people with bread in the desert? Man, how are you going to fill these folks up with some food? You in the desert, Jesus. Where you think you at? Come on, man. I mean, we've been rolling with you, but we out here in the desert. And you talking about feeding these people. There ain't no Walmart out here. Ain't no pick and save out here. What do you think we're going to do, Jesus? Come on, man. All these people, and you tell my feed them. Are you really serious, man? <laughs> she gets to the sixth verse. He ordered the crowd, sit down. Oh, let me go back up here. I'm going to four. Disciples asked him, where is this desert? We in the desert. Can anyone find enough food to feed all these people? How much bread do you have? Well, one thing about Jesus, Jesus would always, his conversation to me was always just smooth. I, I, I don't know, I, I guess I got, I only reason I think that way because I'm a 21st century person and I'm a 21st century preacher. I don't know other way but to think. I mean, this cat, instead of him tripping on how much bread you got, man? Jesus asked. He said, man, Jesus, we got seven loaves of bread. And you got all these people out here. Seven little loaves. They answered and said, seven. He ordered the crowd to sit down. All these multitude of people. I want y'all to sit down on the ground. Then he took the seven loaves. And gave thanks to God. Man, I tell you, this man here, he was magnificent to me. Every time I see how he do things and how he did them, Jesus was a smooth operator. That man was something. He took the bread. He didn't say, I'm going to give this to y'all. He gave thanks. He gave thanks. He thanked God, first of all, for it. And then he broke. He, he, he gave them. He gave thanks. Then he broke it. He gave them. He gave them to the disciples to distribute to the crowd, and disciples did so. They also had a few, a few small fish. A few 
small fish. Hmm. Jesus gave thanks for these, the small fish, and told the disciples, distribute it to them. Everybody ate and had enough. There were about 4,000 people. Then the disciples took up seven baskets full of pieces left over. Jesus sent the people away, 10th verse, and at once got into a boat with his disciples and went to the district of Dalmanutha, 11th verse. Some Pharisees came to Jesus and started to argue with him. Now, I mean, Pharisees were a trip to me. You watch this man do a miracle. You watch this man take seven loaves of bread and a few fish and fed, fed four to 5,000 people. The Pharisees were a trip. They came to Jesus and started to argue with him. <laughs> they wanted to trap him. So they asked him to perform a miracle to show that God approved of him. Didn't you just see what he just did? That wasn't good enough for you? Didn't you see all the miracle he just pulled off with, 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 with seven loaves and a few fish? And now you want him to show you a miracle that he's approved of God? But Jesus gave a deep groan, that 12th verse, I can could, I, I could imagine, and said, why do the people of this day ask for a miracle? No, I tell you, no such proof will be given to these people. He left them, got back into the boat, and started across to the other side of the lake. 14th verse. The disciples had forgotten to bring enough bread and had only one loaf with them in the boat. 15th verse. Jesus said, take care. Jesus warned them. And he, be your, be, your, be your guard against the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven, leaven of Herod. Jesus is warning them. You better stay on guard for these Pharisees and King Herod, 16th verse. They start discussing amongst themselves. He says, he says this because we don't have any bread. Let's see why he said what he said. We are talking about the leaven. So they left and began to cross over. And Jesus said that to them and really put them in suspense. What is, what is he talking about? Beware the Pharisees and the eleven and the king, Herod of the eleven. Listen at this. You know, if you got one loaf, that's all we need. You know, I was talking about us getting hungry or needing to eat while we were on our way across. Leaven was always a symbol 
of evil. That's why he was telling them that. Because it meant evil. It was the starter that they would always save from the previous batch of dough that they had made. And it was like the surdo that the 49ers used to use. The 49ers were a football team back in the day. They were bad. They were bad. So he goes off into the spiel. It is like the sardo that the 49ers used to use. They always had their starters. They always saved their starters for last. That's why they were bad back in the day. They always keep a part of the dough from the previous batch. See, but Jesus is talking about the dough, but he explaining it to them about the leaven, explaining to them what it meant. It was evil. They had already been leavened. And when they would make a new batch of dough, they would stick it in this little part from the old batch, their starter that would start their fermenting process in the new batch of dough. So he used a football team to explain it, but he still was talking about the leaven. And it would be permeated the whole batch of dough by this process of fermentation. Well, actually, it is a method of fermentation by which it permeates the whole loaf. And because just a little bit could permeate the whole loaf by this process in fermentation, it was to the Jews a very good symbol of evil. How just a little bit of evil tolerated and could permeate throughout a whole system. That's why Jesus was warning them. And when Jesus said, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees or the leaven of Heron, he was talking about that evil of the Pharisees. The Pharisees was a trip. That type of spirit that is able to permeate and infect others. Not talking about the fact that they had forgotten to take bread. So here Jesus warning them, telling them, Man, you better beware of these people. Jesus knew what they were saying. So he asked them, why are you discussing about not having any bread? Don't you know or understand yet? Are your minds so dull? 18th verse. You have eyes, can't you see? You have ears, can't you hear? Don't you remember? It's a bad thing when you have eyes and you don't see things. Let me give you an example. In a ministry, such as Vonda was talking about earlier, Vonda in the Sunday school, about when God had called her, she knew that God had called her without a shadow of a doubt. Okay, so I could use her instead of me. So God just said God used her and called her out to pastor. She goes out and her family comes with her. Here's the catch I want y'all to see. It's a bad thing that she out pastoring, but she can't see nothing that her family is doing wrong against the ministry. That's bad when you have eyes and you can't see that. 
That's why people have to understand when they get in ministry, don't make it a family thing. Because if you make it a family thing, you're going to definitely regret it. You have to call them in question just like you call a regular member in question. You got to let them know when I say no, you don't do that. That's what you don't do. Regardless of what you think you can to me and we cousins and brothers and sisters, whatever. This is a different walk here. So he began to say, you have eyes and you can't even see. That's bad. You have ears, but you can't hear. Don't you remember the 19th verse said, when I broke the five loaves for the 5,000 people, how many baskets full of leftover pieces did you take up? 12, they answered. 20th verse. And when I broke the seven loaves for the 4,000 people, asked Jesus, how many baskets full of leftovers, pieces, did you take up? Seven, they answered. And you still don't understand? <laughs> he asked him. <laughs> They came to Bethesda, where some people brought a blind man to Jesus. Boy, Jesus was showing up. He was, I mean, he was feeding folk. He was healing folk. Boy, I can understand. And I'm looking at the Pharisees. I see they looking because they thought they was all that in their long robes and all. They was, you know, all together and following the law. But here come a man breaking it to them. So they really watching Jesus. They really want to get him. So Jesus took the blind man by the hand, led him out of the village. After spitting on the man's eyes, Jesus placed his hand, hands on him and asked him, can you see anything? The man looked up and said, yes, I can see people, but they look like trees walking around. Jesus again placed his hands on the man's eyes. This time the man looked intensively. His eyesight returned. And he saw everything clearly. Jesus then sent him home, the 26th verse, with the order, don't go back into the village. Jesus was saying that for a reason. He healed this man and he was telling him, don't go back from which you came. Jesus was trying to do things quietly. That's why he said what he said. 27th verse. Then Jesus said to the disciples, went away to the village near Caesarea, Philippi. On the way, he asked them, tell me, who do people say that I am? Y'all tell me, y'all been with me now? Y'all saw the miracles? Y'all see me feed 5,000, seven loaves, few fishes? Y'all see me heal the man? Uh, they couldn't. He had a bad speech. Y'all seen me heal him. He couldn't hear. Y'all seen all of this. Y'all seen me just heal the blind man. Some say that you are John the Baptist, 28 verse. Yeah, okay. They answered. Others say that you are Elijah. Well, others say that you are one of the prophets. 29th verse. I'm almost through. What about you? He asked them. Who do you say I am? Peter answered. You are the Messiah. Meaning you are the Christ. Then Jesus ordered them. Do not tell anyone about me. What I like about what Jesus was doing. Just when he had 
even healed the blind man and told him, don't go back into the village. Now he's telling the disciples, once Peter said who he was, don't tell anybody about me. What Jesus would say, tell them about God. Tell them about the great I am. Tell them about the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the ending. Tell them about the man who sits in the third heavens, on the throne, who never sleeps, he never slumbers. Tell them about him. Don't tell them about me. He sent me. Don't worry about me. Don't go talking and running your mouth. 31st verse, then Jesus began to teach his disciples, the Son of Man must suffer much and be rejected by the elders. The chief priests and the teachers of the law. He, he will be put to death. But three days later, he will rise to life. 32. He made this very clear to them. So Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. You gonna, I, you, look, man. I understand you've been rolling with me all this time, man, and you've been with me, man, and you've been down with me, you one of the disciples, but I, look, man, don't try to rebuke me. I'm just telling you what's going to happen. I'm preparing you for the future. Peter, he didn't want to accept that. Man, what are you talking about? No, all this ain't going to happen to you. Jesus trying to tell you, man, what's going to happen. 33rd verse. But Jesus turned around. Look at his disciples and rebuke Peter. Man, go to and sit down. Get away from me, Satan, he said. Your thoughts don't come from God, but from human nature. Then Jesus called the crowd and his disciples to him. If any of you want to come with me, he told them, you must forget yourself, carry your cross, and you got to follow me. You got to give up all to follow me, such as we doing today on this land. We are the disciples. We're the 21st century disciples of Jesus. We know we got to give a ball to follow him. I can't hold on to the women. I can't hold on to the cocaine and to the alcohol. And one thing I, I, I liked about what, 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 what uh, Dr. Lanningham said, I thought I was a, 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 what you call it, I was a high fashion, uh, uh, I, I was up uppity uppity cocaine user. Man, you know, them people there, man, uh, 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 they would uh, Classy crackhead. See, now, now, you know what? See, I'm like this. I'm like you. I, I was a classy cocaine user. Uh-huh. I was a classy weed smoker. But for them folks that drink and, and got drunk and, and they snorted cocaine, I was smoking, man, they wasting it, man. They, man, them, them people ain't classy at all. I'm like you. I thought I was it. I was a classy cocaine man. Boy, I was a, because back then in them days, when you had cocaine, you was at the top of the line. Boy, them boys were bringing that cocaine over here through plane, train, boats. And that's when we got to messing with that cocaine, following them white boys. No disrespect. They was bringing it, Jack. They could go over there and get it. We couldn't do nothing but get it over here and smoke it. So, here we are. Jesus is saying, you got to give up all that. Everything. That's what we're doing. We have gave up everything. Every last one of you, of us, period. 
Y'all know we have given up everything. Y'all know we follow the Christ, what he was telling them back then. He said, for if you wanted to save your own life, you would lose it. But if you lose your life for me and for the gospel, you will save it. That's where we're all going, to glory, to be with the Lord. 36 verse, do you gain anything if you win the whole world? But lose your life. But he said, but lose your soul. What profit in a man? Woman. 37, I'm closed. There's nothing you can give to regain your life. If you are ashamed of me, my teachings, and the, and the godless and the wicked day, then the Son of Man will be ashamed of you when he comes in his glory of his Father with the holy angels. This is one trip we're not going to miss. Come hell or high water or both, we're going to stay. And I believe they used to sing a song. I could hear that song ringing, and it's been over 30 some years they used to sing it, Mother Lewis, them in the Holy Sanctuary. And the song would say, Believe I run on. See what the end gonna be. Believe I run on. See what the end gonna be. Believe I run on. See what the end gonna be. Believe I run on. I believe I run on. To see what the end going to be. Yes, Lord. We are blessed people. We appreciate everyone on this line. We link together. We're the 21st century disciples. <laughs> and we all come from somewhere. God has done great things for us. Now it's time for us to keep moving ahead. We ain't got no time to be picking flowers. We ain't got no time to be feeling sorry when people walk away from us and people misunderstand us or people put us down or whatever they do. We got to hang on in there. He that endured to the end shall be saved. We thank the Lord in uh, Wednesday night at 6 o'clock. Dr. Lenahan, where we at? We in James 3 or 4? James 3. James 3? I think we're still in James 3. James 3? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm telling y'all, we have a time on Wednesday night. We, yeah, we're still in James 3, Pastor. All right, we're picking it up in James 3. Hey, Pastor, can I make a suggestion? Go ahead. While we're, while we're fasting this week. Go ahead. If it's possible, if we, if we can meet at 12 o'clock on Zoom for prayer. Yeah, we can. I mean, this is just for the um, week until we're done fasting. We can all meet at 12 o'clock here at Zoom for we can do corporate prayer together for those that can. And will. Pretty nice. Yep. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Hello. <laughs> go ahead. Hello. Go ahead, Vanessa. I'm serving lunch at 12 to my residence. I have to wash and. Okay. But I really want to. 
want to get on in that fair. And so what's a good time for you, Sister Vanessa? Can we make it at 11? 11 is good. Uh, I, uh, Thank you. Those are on here. Can we do uh, starting uh, tomorrow up? We do it to Friday, 11 o'clock on Zoom for prayer. We all gonna come on. Each one of us gonna pray, do our corporate prayer, and we and and, and we we're, we're closed. But let's do it from Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday sounds great to me. Every, everybody, okay. y'all with us? Let's let's do it. Let's do it because we're already on our fast and hold hold fast. Now listen for those. Uh, like me this morning, I didn't touch no insulin. I I, I knew, uh-uh. you know, I got sensitive things you can't do. But if you have to have it, because some some of us, you know, uh, on on more than what I'm I'm just on twelve units in the morning. I'm I'm coming off of it pretty soon, and thirty two in the evening. I, I'm I'm getting ready to come off insulin. So, but I'm working toward that goal. That's that that's my goal. But for those who are on something. If you feel you need to eat something with it, you get your sandwich or whatever, and you eat that with it, and you keep going to three o'clock, and you have your meal. You you are not out of it. You just you, you just do what you need to do Amen. when you're taking that medicine. You know what, how far you can go. Right. You know I I, I know I, I know how far I can go, and if I can't go to three, I'll get me a bite and get get off and get back on to three o'clock. So, so let's do what we need to do. Listen, the things that you have before you, the things that you've been dealing with, that you know that you need God to do something concerning that matter, this is your time to give that to God. Because these kind come out through fasting and prayer. And listen, and let's keep uh, Bill, I'm, I'm Bill, Bill Landingham's strength, strength for him to be healed and strengthened. And we have uh, a Brother Anderson we praying that God touch him completely and heal him also. Yes. We we want him up. We want him. He he he's gonna get up and start walking. Oh yeah. This is our. This is this is what I need y'all to keep before you each and every one of us. And and then our personal, we know what we need in our personal prayer. God is getting ready to. God is getting ready to move on our behalf, because He wouldn't have it in Scripture. These kind come out through fasting and prayer. God finna answer our prayers. And we appreciate it. We, we love y'all. Tomorrow, 12 o'clock, 11 o'clock. Let me get it right. 11 o'clock. Zoom. The same station. Zoom. I'll meet you there. I'll beat you there. 11 o'clock. All right, we love you. Don't forget our Bible study on, on Wednesday at 6 o'clock. And our regular prayer at 4.30. We need the prayer words to come on. We, we still got that on Thursday night. We're going to keep moving forward. We think of any other announcement? Anybody got anything to say? Yolanda and, and her husband, the Andersons? I just thank y'all for the prayers. That y'all, you know, y'all be praying for me and my husband. And it's been hard. But I just praise and thank the Lord for all he's done. Amen. I just praise and thank the Lord that, you know, I'm back on here and I'm seeing everybody. Hallelujah. Yeah. And I just I just ask y'all just to just continue just praying for me. You know, that you know, God will give me strength. Yes. Yeah. You know, my husband and you know, my family.
family and I just, you know, I, I'm not coming here complaining, you know, because God be good. And I'm just thankful, Lord. Amen. Without him, I wouldn't, I couldn't be here. I, I couldn't do what I'm doing. Hallelujah. So thank y'all. Amen. Thank y'all for what God done. Okay. Thank y'all for our prayers. Yes. And I just, excuse me. Just, it's okay. We love you. Yep. We, we love you. We love you, Evangelist. And, and listen, Evangelist, can do this, this. This is the favor I want you to do for me. I want you. I want you to start speaking. I want you to start speaking. What you desire. What you desire for you and your husband. Speak it. Speak it. Continually. Monitor your speech. Amen. God is a He's a healer. He gonna do what He He, he gonna do what He do. And, and I see Amen. Nikki. Nikki, do you have anything that you you desire, Nikki? We all, we, all, we, we all know what to put before God for you, your health. Amen. And 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 Amen. A, hey, and everything's going to be all right. I can tell you some stories. When they start talking about these kidneys and all that, they told me everything, but it looked like I should have just died. The way they everything. That's what they thought. And then even with diabetes, they thought they had me. Now I'm getting ready to get rid of diabetes. God is good to me. I'm getting ready to Amen. some things. Uh, me and my wife, my wife enrolled in the class. I'm in one to do from home with the veterans. And I tell you, uh, I, my, my AC1 went from 9 to 7. Y'all ready? It's down to 7. It's down to 7. I'm, I'm, I'm coming through here. And now Brenda got a, a program. It's another program where she's going to be going to uh, Ebenezer. Every day she's going to be going there. And they're going to be teaching her how to change her eating habits. They're going to be eating there for like two hours. They're going to be teaching them a lot. And then she's going to be able to bring that type of food home. They're they working to change her whole lifestyle. This is where we got to be. This is where sometimes we got we to gotta do some sacrificing, y'all. And we're going to keep believing God. We're going to believe him until we can't believe him no more. And that, and, 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 and we, the only way we're going to do that, we're going to be gone. We're going to be with him then. I see Tierra and different ones on here. Tierra, we're praying for you. We know you're in school. You will become a, well, you will become a nurse. You will become a nurse. You will become a nurse. And we thank God we see Felicia, Darlene. Listen, everybody on this line, Deacon John, Deacon John's daughter, her grand, her daughter. Let's put them all before the Lord this week. Every last one of us. And let's watch God. Let's watch God move. We we love y'all. We will see you tomorrow at eleven o'clock on Zoom. We love y'all. All right. Bye everybody. Love y'all. All right. Hey. <laughs>